Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode. Hello, my name is Anna Lurie from North Star Investment Management, and we are one day from the 2020 election. Its outcome will have significant consequences for the economy. Like most money managers, we pride ourselves on being able to guide our investors. Today, I'm joined by two of our leading portfolio managers, Eric Kuby and Brad Cohen. If you two could introduce yourselves, that would be fantastic. Yeah, hi, Anna. Thanks. Uh, I'm, I'm Eric Kuby. I am the Chief Investment Officer of North Star Investment Management, and I'm also the co-portfolio manager of our equity funds. Thanks, Anna. This is Brad Cohen from North Star Investment Management. I'm a co-portfolio manager for the North Star Opportunity Fund and the North Star Bond Fund. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much, Brad and Eric. Just getting right on with the questions. The first one we have is, Donald Trump has been known to make incredibly snappy judgments over Twitter. The tweets have been wide ranging and large in scope. How would you say this affects the market? Love him or hate him, for better or for worse, Donald Trump is the president and his comments and commentary moves the market. It has become very sensitive to his comment and he does have an effect how the market moves up and down. Yeah, absolutely true, Brad. But I would also like to add, and the good, the good news there is that the movement of the market has become much more muted over time. So if you recall a few years ago, there was an obsession about the next tweet and what it was going to do to the market. And now, unless it's a very extraordinary tweet, the market reaction has become you know, much less dramatic. So basically what you're telling me, Eric, is when the unexpected becomes expected, nothing really surprises us. That's a great way of rephrasing, Anna. Uh, that's exactly correct. Speaking of expected, Joe Biden and Democrats uh, increasing taxes. The Biden administration has proposed raising the tax rate on anyone whose annual income is over $400,000 to 28% a 21% tax on foreign earnings and 39.6% on those who earn, whose earnings are over a million. These are pretty consistent with the Obama era tax levels. How will this affect the small cap universe? The tax increases on individuals, I don't think will have much of an impact on the small cap universe. Uh, the corporate tax increase um, is something that's relevant if you think about it. You know, if you cut your tax rate for a corporation from you know, 36% to 21%, that company has 15% more of their pre-tax profits you know, to distribute and share with their shareholders. So the, the corporate tax increase uh, is a big deal. However, again, most small cap companies don't pay that full rate. A high percentage of them actually don't turn a profit, so it's not relevant for them. Uh, we do focus on the higher quality ones that, that are taxpayers. But again, I think that that impact is going to be somewhat minimal uh, for, the, for that universe. And that, lastly, of course, most of the earnings for small companies comes domestically. So the increase in the foreign tax rate uh, really shouldn't have much of an impact at all. I agree, Eric, that small cap companies don't have much in the way of taxes to pay from overseas income. But I think the question becomes, you know, which sectors will benefit under a Biden administration, regardless of the impact of higher taxes on individuals or corporations? 
Yeah. North Star is of the belief that sectors like infrastructure, green energy, and marijuana will benefit. Oil and gas sector companies will be negatively impacted, regardless if they're large or small cap under a Biden administration. Yeah, Brad, that's a good point about certain sectors benefiting. Speaking of regulation, we know that both parties have been looking to go after big tech. There has been some talk in the office that small cap is often hurt by these mega tech companies. However, both parties have been vocal about regulating these companies. Most recently, the DOJ filed an antitrust lawsuit against Google. How do we feel the breakup of some of these companies will affect the small cap universe? I don't see it having a major effect on the small cap universe, breaking up the big cap companies in a sense, you know, could make them more nimble and more adversarial towards the small cap companies, but they're so giant, they're so big, I really don't see it having any effect. Yeah, and again, it's not so much, I think, as how the small cap companies compete with those companies because they really can't compete. I mean, a small company really can't compete effectively with a Google or Microsoft or an Amazon, but they do use their platforms. And I think a big part of the reason why the government wants to break up those mega cap companies is to reduce their power over their essentially their customers, which are a lot of these small cap companies. So to that extent, there could be a benefit to small cap companies. And on that point, any breakups or regulation placed on the big tech companies will also likely be accompanied by a stimulus. Democrats and Republicans have been proposing to pass additional stimulus plans. While the details will vary based on who wins the election, the stimulus will likely be in the trillions of dollars. How concerned should we be about inflation? And if that concern is warranted, what can investors do to protect themselves? Thanks, Anna. In the short term, at Northstar, we're really not concerned about inflation. We're under the belief that the economy isn't as strong as it seems, especially for the average Joe. Retail, food, beverage, restaurants, the small businesses are under duress. That's something that needs to be tackled right away, and the focus should be on stimulus. If inflation is, rears its ugly head as a result later on down the line, uh, the Fed has plenty of tools which they can deal with that. Yeah, good point, Brad. And I would say that uh, for investors long-term who are concerned about inflation, uh, good things to own would be real assets, gold, uh, and treasury inflation-protected securities tips would be good things to add to your portfolio with that longer term concern. Again, as Brad indicated, the short term, we, the stimulus is necessary. The ec extra debt is just a part of the cost of that. As Fed Chairman Powell had said, you know, this is, this is a dire need the economy has to get this additional stimulus as soon as possible. We will probably find that when things do get better and things will get better eventually, this won't go on forever, that there's gonna be a shortage of supply of goods. And so when demand comes back up, there will be a, for a period of time a mismatch, which will drive prices higher and will create some inflationary pressures. Uh, but that is down the road. Winter is coming and winter is not gonna be inflationary. Our final question is, it looks like there is a potential for a blue wave. Um, it's certainly not certain. And obviously there are a whole bunch of other, other outcomes that could happen, but Washington for the last 10 or so years has been a mess with gridlock. How do we think a blue wave with Democrats coming in will affect 
the broader economy? Do we like it? Do we not? What are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah for, for changes to really take place in Washington, you need to have an end of gridlock, which would imply that you would need a blue wave or a red wave for that matter, uh, because we've reached this point where whoever's in the White House, if, if the Congress is controlled by the other party, they just make it impossible for policies to get passed. Um, so again, I think uh, the end of gridlock would mean a movement forward in government policies. This would make stimulus easier. This would make tax changes easier. This would make the move towards these industries that we think are gonna uh, be favored, uh, such as the cannabis industry and the clean energy in industry, much more uh, easy to take place. So again, the key thing may be more the Senate and whether there's a blue wave rather than who's in the White House. Regardless of who's in the White House, we at Northstar are long-term investors. We are not market timers. We've learned that the one thing that works is to stay invested over time. All right. Uh, thank you, gentlemen, so much for joining us today. Do we have any closing thoughts? It, it's, it's great that the election is finally upon us. It's been the obsession of the media and of the market to some extent, really for, for what seems to be about a year. And to move forward, to have policies that, you know, that are get put into place to get the economy moving, to move off of the gridlock, we think it's going to be very positive uh, going forward. So again, we're feeling very optimistic about the long term of the U.S. economy and are really looking forward to the next phase in our country. You know, whether it's an election or any major event, we believe that the key to investing is not getting too high, not getting too low, not trying to be a market timer, but having the proper asset allocation for what's suitable for your risk tolerance and your overall long-term investment needs. Stay invested, ride out the highs and the lows, and regardless of who's in the White House, everything will be just fine. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, thank you so much, gentlemen. And whether you are red, blue, or purple, make sure to get out and vote tomorrow. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day. That concludes this episode of NS InvestCast. We hope you enjoyed this recording and we welcome any feedback. Feel free to send questions and comments to info at nsinvest.com. From everyone here at North Star, thank you for listening to the InvestCast. This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. The opinions expressed are as of the date of the recording. Such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on the show are not necessarily those of North Star and its affiliates. Northstar and its affiliates are not affiliated with this guest or his or her business affiliates unless otherwise stated. Northstar does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of the data presented herein. The podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered tax advice. Please consult a tax and or financial professional for advice specific to your individual circumstances. Northstar Investment Management is registered with and governed by the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. Northstar shall not be responsible for any trading decisions, 
damages, or other losses resulting from or related to the information, data analysis, or opinions or their use. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments are subject to investment risk, including possible loss of principal. Individuals should seriously consider if an investment is suitable for them by referencing their own financial position, objectives, and risk profile before making any investment decision.